Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company that makes also jewelry in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way and any enforcement of those, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. You can go to www.neverbands.shop to check those out today. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace. A little bit of merchandise. Everybody loves a little merchandise, right? And I had a really fun time making it, so go check it out. And also, um, you can find out how I can be helpful to you and your family as well. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that does include historical documents from the Founders era. It truly is a treasure for your home. Really, it's, it's a beautiful Bible. You can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy today at www.fivedaybiblereading.com. Today is day 161, and if you just happen to click on this episode, um, being your first episode here on this podcast, welcome. We are reading the Bible in a year this year. And, um, but you absolutely do not, and uh, frankly, (laughs) should not wait until January 1st to get started. So go ahead and start today. So you can absolutely uh, finish out uh, this episode and then go to the end of this year and then come back and pick up on all the episodes before this one to do that. Or you can absolutely stop this right here and go to the day one episode and let today literally be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, you cannot go wrong. If you've been here since the beginning, thank you so much. What a journey this has been. Oh my goodness gracious. I am just like, wow. I'm just in awe. Frankly, I am absolutely in awe of uh, what has taken place within my heart and life um, doing this because, uh, I've never actually read the entire Bible, so full disclosure, full disclosure there. So it is amazing. All right, well, today we are going to be reading 2 Kings 15 through 16 and Matthew 21. 2 Kings chapter 15, series of kings, Asariah, Usiah, over Judah. In the 27th year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, Asariah, son of Amasiah, king of Judah, became king. He was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem. He did right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father and Messiah had done. Only the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. The Lord struck the king so that he was a leper on the d- to the day of his death, and he lived in a separate house while Jotham, the king's son, was over the household, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Asariah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Asariah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with 
with his fathers in the city of David, and Jotham his son became king in his place. Zechariah over Israel. In the 38th year of Asariah king of Judah, Zechariah the son of Jeroboam became king over Israel in Samaria for six months. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, as his fathers had done. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. Then Shalom, the son of Jabesh, conspired against him and struck him before the people and killed him and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Zechariah, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. This is the word of the Lord, which he spoke to Jehu, saying, Your sons to the fourth generation shall sit on the throne of Israel. And so it was. Shalom, son of Jabesh, became king in the thirty-ninth year of Uzziah, king of Judah, and he reigned one month in Samaria. Then Menahem, son of Gadi, went up from Tirzah and came to Samaria and struck Shalom, son of Jabesh, in Samaria and killed him and became king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Shalom and his conspiracy which he made, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. Then Menahem struck Tiphash and all who were in it and its borders from Tirzah, because they did not open to him. Therefore, he struck it and ripped up all its women who were with child. Menahem over Israel. In the thirty-ninth year of Asariah king of Judah, Menahem son of Gadi became king over Israel and reigned ten years in Samaria. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart all his days from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. Paul, king of Assyria, came against the land, and Menahem gave Paul a thousand talents of silver, so that his hand might be with him to strengthen the kingdom under his rule. Then Menahem exacted the money from Israel, even from all the mighty men of wealth, from each man fifty shekels of silver, to pay the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria returned and did not remain there in the land. Now the rest of the acts of Menahem and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Menahem slept with his fathers, and Pekahiah, his son, became king in his place. Pekahiah over Israel. In the fiftieth year of Esariah, king of Judah, Pekahiah, son of Menahem, became king over Israel in Samaria and reigned two years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. Then Pekah, son of Remaliah, his officer, conspired against him and struck him in Samaria in the castle of the king's house, which Argob and Ariah, and with him were fifty men of the Galidites, and he killed him and became king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Pekahiah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. Pekah over Israel. In the fifty-second year of Asariah king of Judah, Pekah, son of Remaliah became king over Israel in Samaria and reigned twenty years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. In the days of Pekah, king of Israel, Tiglath, Pileser, king of Assyria, came and captured Ejon and Abelbeth Maka and Jonah, Jono, and Kadesh, and Hazor, and Galid, and Galilee, all the land of Naphtali, and he carried them captive to Assyria. And Hoshea, the son of Elah, made a conspiracy against Pekah, the son of Remaliah, and struck him, and put him to death, and became king in his place, in the twentieth year of Jotham, the son of Uzziah. 
Now the rest of the acts of Pekah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. Jotham over Judah. In the second year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, became king. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord. He did according to all that his father Uzziah had done. Only the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. He built the upper gate of the house of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? In those days, the Lord began to send Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, against Judah. And Jotham slept with his fathers, and he was buried with his fathers in the city of David. His father and Ahaz, his son, became king in his place. Ahaz reigns over Judah, chapter 16. In the seventeenth year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, Ahaz, the son of Jotham, king of Judah, became king. Ahaz was twenty years old when he became king, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem, and he did not do what was right in the sight of the Lord his God, as his father David had done. But he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and even made his son pass through the fire, according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord had driven out from before the sons of Israel. He sacrificed and burned incense on the high places and on the hills and under every green tree. Then Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to wage war, and they besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. At that time, Rezin, king of Aram, recovered Elath for Aram and cleared the Judeans out of Elath entirely, and the Arameans came to Elath and have lived there to this day. Ahaz seeks help of Aram. So Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son. Come up and deliver me from the hand of the king of Aram and from the hand of the king of Israel, who are rising up against me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasuries of the king's house and sent a present to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria listened to him, and the king of Assyria went up against Damascus and captured it and carried the people of it away into exile to Kerr and put resin to death. Damascus falls. Now king Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tilgath-Pileser, king of Assyria, and saw the altar which was at Damascus, and King Ahaz sent to Arijah the king the pattern of the altar and its model according to all its workmanship. So Arijah the priest built an altar according to all that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus. Thus Arijah the, the priest made it before the coming of King Ahaz from Damascus. When the king came from Damascus, the king saw the altar. Then the king approached the altar and went up to it and burned his burnt offering and his meal offering and poured his drink offering and sprinkled the blood of his peace offering on the altar. The bronze altar, which was before the Lord, he brought from the front of the house from between his altar and the house of the Lord, and he put it on the north side of his altar. Then King Ahaz commanded Arijah the priest, saying, Upon the great altar burn the morning burnt offering and the evening meal offering and the king's burnt offering and his meal offering, with the burnt offering of all the people of the land and their meal offering and their drink offerings, and sprinkle on it all the blood of the burnt offering 
and all the blood of the sacrifice, but the bronze altar shall be for me to inquire by. So Arijah the priest did according to all the king that King Ahaz commanded. Then King Ahaz cut off the borders of the stands and removed the the laver from them. He also took down the sea from the bronze oxen which were under it and put it on a pavement of stone. The covered way for the Sabbath which they had built in the house and the outer entry of the king he removed from the house of the Lord because the king because of the king of Assyria. Hezekiah reigns over Judah. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz which he did are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Ahaz slept with his fathers and was buried in his fathers in the, with his fathers in the city of David, and his son Hezekiah reigned in his place. Matthew chapter 21, the triumphal entry. When they had approached Jerusalem and had come to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, gentle and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did just as Jesus had instructed them, and brought the donkey and the colt, and laid their coats on them, and he sat on the coats. Most of the crowd spread their coats in the road, and others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them in the road. The crowds going ahead of him and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he had entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee, cleansing the temple. And Jesus entered the temple and drove out all those who were buying and selling in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a robber's den. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he had done, and the children who were shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they became indignant and said to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes, have you never read out of the mouth of infants and nursing babies you have prepared praise for yourself? And he left them and went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. The barren fig tree. Now in the morning when he was returning to the city, he became hungry. Seeing a lone fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it except leaves only. And he said to it, No longer shall there ever be any fruit from you. And at once the fig tree withered. Seeing this, the disciples were amazed and asked, How did the fig tree wither all at once? And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. And all things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. Authority challenged. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came out to him while he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, 
I will also ask you one thing, which if you tell me, I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John was from what source, from heaven or from men? And they began reasoning among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Then why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the people, for they all regard John as a prophet. And answering Jesus, they said, We do not know. He also said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Parable of Two Sons But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in the vineyard. And he answered, I will not. But afterward, he regretted it and went. The man came to the second and said the same thing, and he answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you that the tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and prostitutes did believe him, and you, seeing this, did not even feel remorse afterward so as to believe him. Parable of the Landowner Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to the vine growers and went on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive this, his produce. The vine, growers, the vine growers took his slaves and beat one and killed another and stoned a third. Again, he sent another group of slaves larger than the first, and they did the same thing to them. But afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. They took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine growers? They said to him, He will bring those wretches to a wretched end and will rent out the vineyard to other vine growers who will pay him the proceeds at the proper seasons. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing the fruit of it. And he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. When they thought, when they sought to seize him, they feared the people because they considered him to be a prophet. And those are our readings for today. The triumphal entry. Um, so beautiful, right? And they, so when he says this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, that is from the prophet Zechariah, and it's in Zechariah 9.9, if you would like to take a look at that. And then also in Daniel 9.24 through 27, the time frame uh, that Gabriel talked to Daniel about um, for how long it would be until this triumphal entry um, is is spoken about. Um, and so there's another place in the Old Testament where you can take a look about that as well. 
So just I love finding in the Old Testament um, just nuggets where they lead to Jesus. And, I mean, the, the, the Bible leads to Jesus, absolutely. And um, even if, when you translate, I just saw this the other day, even when you translate Genesis 1-1 in the beginning, um, <clears throat> beginning in Hebrew has an incredible meaning. And so that is also something that you can go and look up as well. Um, because I want you to find that out for yourself. It's really, really neat. Um, so the word beginning in Hebrew has many, uh, meanings within that language. Um, and it's just, it's really, really amazing. So let's go ahead and say a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time today in your word. Just taking a moment to imagine the entry of Jesus, our humble servant savior. He knew he needed a donkey because that is what was prophesied by Zechariah. And the time frame was also discussed by Daniel. These occurred many, many years before he made that entry. What an incredible moment that was in your plan that is still unfolding, that we are all a part of. Thank you for including us in your plan. Thank you for leading us to your, your truth, the truth, the, the only truth. Thank you for giving us that opportunity to share our life with you, the life that you gave us, the life that you breathe into us. Thank you for all of our blessings. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. You know, if you have a moment, if you could rate the podcast, that would be amazing. If you're enjoying this, rate it. That'd be awesome. And please continue to share this with people in your life because you've been here since the beginning. You know how transformative this is. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm pretty mind blown over here. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.